This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So, Craig, you've been around a lot of teams and talk with a lot of front office personnel, so... I want you to play front office GM as we near the trade deadline. My opinion, I if if they were going to pick someone up, I, I think some fourth line depth because I, I need a little bit more out of that fourth line. I'm not saying, you know, I want a lot more goals, but I need more pressure. And, you know, one thing that I saw last night that was disappointing, I, I just, you know, Radic Fox had taken that penalty, which leads to a goal. And... I hate to keep jumping on 12, but I'm just not seeing it right at this point. They tried to put him on the power play, tried to get him going offensively. Um, Glenn Denning, I'm fine with. Kiviranta, I think, provides a lot of hustle. Uh, they tried to throw Gurianov on there. But I, I would like to see you know, something that applies a little bit more pressure um, in the offensive zone. What are your thoughts? Well, my first thought is, for you to say that you hate jumping on Radek Fosca is a lie off the top. That's true. You do it every single week. I do. I do. I do. Should I stop? I mean, I I feel like I, Sean and I actually talked about this, Craig. Like I, I purposely don't talk about him now, but I I don't like, I don't want to be that guy. But at the same time, I'm like, come on guys, like healthy scratch him for a game. Do something. I just, I'm not, I'm just not seeing it. Well, but that's the thing. I mean, uh, there is a certain chemistry going on with this team. And, and so you know, and again, Pete DeBora, I, I look at him as a veteran guy and, and that, that's not, and I don't mean that in a bad way against the, the younger players, but, but I think he has respect for the older guys for what they do, what they bring to the team. And so, you know, I, I don't think he's afraid to scratch anybody. And, and I, you know, and again, they're, when you're winning, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Right. And so they're moving along. Uh, I get where you're coming from. Um, he hasn't been the most guy, you know, positive guy that stands out, but sometimes, you know, I, I know that there was a, and again, I can go back and again, you're the one that's beating the drum all the time. I don't hear a lot of other people complaining about Radic Foxa, but you know, a long time ago when I was in Montreal and the, the Bible was the journal and it's all French and it's, it's every single detail. It's about what the guy did when he walked through the door and what did he drink? And, you know, I mean, they knew everything about your life. And, and it was all in French. And so I'd have to ask a couple guys. And, and even when I, I talked to a coach one time and he goes, ah, he goes, listen, if you don't see your name or we don't talk to you, everything's fine. And, and I took that approach. And, and so, um, you know, when it comes to, to Raddick and when it comes to what you would do at the trade deadline, you're not going to, he's part of the fabric of this team. I'm not going to move him. I'm just looking for you want to look at it. 
he's part of why they're having success, whether it's a tiny role, a middle role, or uh, uh, you know, bigger role. What what only matters is what the coaching staff and the players think inside those four walls in that locker room. That's it. And it, and it's everybody's right to bitch and complain about everybody else. But as far as this team goes, because this conversation came up to me a few times um, this weekend, <clears throat> just talking to other guys and guys from the Rangers and things that we're talking about. If I'm the GM, I, all I'm doing is I'm looking for depth with this team. And, I, and I'm walking into that room, whether it's a couple of days before the deadline or the or at 201 on the deadline and nothing was done except adding a little bit of depth and say, you tell this group that you believe in everything that they've done. And we're just going to try to support you with if this guy goes down or that guy goes down, because there will be injuries as the playoffs moves along. I mean, you may need to get three more depth defensemen. It seems like the defensemen are, you know, if you can have 10 defensemen going into the playoffs or even 11, sometimes that's the best way to go. So because there will be guys that get injured, whether it's for a game or whether it's for a series, but I'm letting my team know that I believe and we believe in the group that's here right now. And, and sometimes if you're going to go ahead and take part of that chemistry and part of that fabric and move it, whatever piece that is, whether it's a fourth line guy, a second line guy, or a top guy to go out and get a Eric Carlson, I'm just using it for an example. And, you know, and again, not that they're going to go out and get Eric Carlson because and again, he's probably, <laughs> that guy could win. That guy could be an MVP of the league for God's sake. Yeah. He may win the Norris trophy. He might win the Norris. Four years of, of, you know, being oblivious and he's back. He's, is he worth 12 million a year for the next five or six years? He's got probably not to the Dallas stars. Yeah. I don't think, but all I'm saying is I go in, I let this group know that we are all behind you and we believe in what we have in this room. We're going to add another Glenn Denning type, for instance, to add some depth to it. We're going to add this guy, maybe, you know, another couple defensemen uh, uh, on teams that, aren't going to make the playoffs and maybe they've been in the league for 12, 13 years, but you know that if one of your top seven defensemen go down, you can plug somebody in and he can play 10 to 12 minutes a night and he's just going to do his thing. And it's just, and that's all it is. And, and we can, and more than likely it's not going to be a top end defenseman. You know what I mean? It's, it's not going to be a guy that's going to go out and get your points. It's going to be somebody you'd probably plug in as a number five, number six, um, number seven defenseman in your lineup, but I'm selling, I'm selling confidence to this group. That that's what I think. I mean, do you think the Boston Bruins are going to go out and change anything or the, or the Vegas golden Knights are going to go change anything? I mean, again, because they're having the, you know, these three, four teams in the league are having some pretty good seasons. So, and you don't really want to disrupt any of that. In my opinion, I, I actually think the Bruins might try to go out and get them more as weird as it sounds just because of that pressure to make deadline moves in that city. I don't think they need anyone, but they might. Yeah, uh, no, no. I, the best thing that they can do is come out and get Pasternak his $12 million a year. Yeah, I agree. No, and I don't even think Pasternak cares. He, he already knows what he's going to get. Um, you know, they've been, they've been tap dancing with this contract for Pasternak, and he's, he's going to end up getting probably 50-plus goals this year, and they're not letting him walk. Um, so I just think that, and again, my big thing has always been, and I'll go back to Flurry. And, and what happened in Vegas, and it was Pete DeBoer. Um, and there was, you know, he wasn't playing Flurry, and Flurry's agent came out, and he had that, somehow he had a tweet that came out, and there was a big sword, being a Golden Knight sword, that went through Flurry, yep. and holding it was DeBoer. 
And, and that, and it really, it was probably entertaining or whatever to whoever put that tweet out there, but what it became, it became a distraction. Every time that there was something going on in the locker room, the guys are sitting in the room, they're talking about that because the whole hockey world was talking about it. And the one thing you don't want are distractions. When you have a good team and, and things are going in the right direction, it, it's not often teams can roll through a whole season and pretty much not have a lot of negative blips on their, on the radar. And so to go in and, and have any kind of little distraction, a conversation that takes you away from the things that you've been talking about as a group for five to six months heading into the playoffs. And now all of a sudden you're talking about something, you're thinking about something else. You're, you're you know, man, why do we go get that guy? Those kind of things, those you don't want when you have a good club. And there's other teams that are, you know, the, to me, it's the teams that are, you know, in that, that gray area, they're going to make the playoffs, but they're, you know, if they don't add something, they're probably not going to beat that team. It was like the year when we added Brett Hall, you know, we, we were, we were knocking on the door and, and, you know, from my understanding was Mr. Hicks went down and talked to Bob and, and, and just said, what do we need to get us past Detroit? What do we, what, what do we got to do to get past the Detroit Red Wings? Well, the year that we won here in Dallas, we didn't have to play the Detroit Red Wings because I think it was the abs that knocked them off. But the point was, is what do we do to get, get over the hump? I don't know if Dallas needs that player right now. I mean, they are having a great season. And so, you know, and they're pretty much proving they're going up against, you know, the teams in their division, the other division, the other conference, and they're, they're holding their own and they're, you know, they're, they're having a hell of a season. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. They are, and they're winning on the road, and that's going to come up huge in the playoffs. You know, we yeah. really haven't talked about that, but when you build that confidence on the road, I mean, that's massive. I mean, they're close to equaling their road total of last year. It's impressive. Well, that's, the, no, that's what I mean. That's the galvanizing that they have as a group of the guys in that room. And you don't need any little pinholes in that camp, you know? So again, if you want, if you want to get, you know, a, a little extra bandaid you want to put in there. And if, if, if we spring a leak, this one can step right in and, and we're going to be fine. But to take a piece of, you know, their, their top, let's just say 12 to 15 guys, um, you know, if, are, are you going to take a seventh defenseman that you may have on your team and move them for a number five or six, somebody else, that's probably not going to be, you know, a, a major deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, that to me, that's the conversation that the head coach and the GM are talking about, you know, th- man, we got a tight room. Like, I don't even have to go in and talk as a coach because I have the confidence they're talking to each other. I'm just going to go in and basically say, because again, I can go back to the Hitchcock thing. And, you know, Hitch was hard. He was hard on guys. He was hard on me. And he would call me in and say, let's, we got to get so-and-so to buy into this group. And that was our, that was our job to get that guy to pull him in. And, and maybe we had seven guys in the group, but we needed number eight and number nine. And then we'd get them pulled in. And what would happen is the things that you're selling, and I complain to the players that, that we have with our 18s is that I don't, me and the other head coach should not be the two guys yelling on yelling from the bench all the time, 
that there's somebody coming up behind you that you got to move the chip, the puck up the wall, or you got to get the puck in deep. We want, I want to be able to sit on the bench. And when something like that doesn't happen on the ice, I want to hear that line come back and the other 10, 12, 15 guys sitting on the bench. I want to hear them tell those five guys that just came off. You got to get pucks in. You got to finish that check because once as a coach, once you start to hear the players selling what you've been preaching, now you got them to understand this is the best way that the coaching staff believes that they're going to win. We don't have to sell it anymore. They're selling it to each other. They'll, they will hold each other more accountable and respond to it than us, than us as coaches trying to sell it to them. So once you get them preaching the message and, and you're having success, now they start to buy in. Because Hollywood, Holly, I mean, our biggest project was Holly. And, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way whatsoever. You know, and Holly, Holly come from, from teams in St. Louis, especially. And, and you know, Holly scored 70 some goals a year. But we needed Holly, and Zuby was one of them. And Zuby was one that never wanted to put the puck in. And why should he, right? Because he was one of the most skilled defensemen, if not the most skilled defensemen that I've ever played with. But there were times and scores during the game where pucks just needed to get in. And it was a dangerous area of the game. It was a one-goal game. And we were time and score. And, you know, there's four minutes to go in the game. We don't need you to go stick handle through two guys. We just need that puck to go down deep and make that team go 200 feet back to our end. Because we have confidence they're not going to do that. We play a system where they're not getting through us. And their enemy is the clock. So, like I said, but those are the things that coaches. And Pete DeBoer has his style, his system. He's trying to get his player to buy. And I believe he does have his players buying into whatever he's trying to sell. I mean, just look at what they've done. And that's been, that was part of the reason I'm, I'm sure that went into the hiring of Pete DeBoer because he's got a track record of being a first year coach with whatever team it is and having a lot of success. And, and so, um, you know, like I said, there's not a lot of things that, that I think will be changed on this team. You're not going to, I don't believe you're going to see, you know, one of your top 12 players isn't going out the door. In, in my opinion, you know, they're not trading and they're not trading a young kid because the young no. kids that they've been putting in the lineup, I think they're, you know, they're very happy what they're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I agree. I was thinking for like a mid to late round draft pick or something just to get a piece with an expiring contract. But I'll tell you guys, I mean, I love it, Craig. You know, that's, that's first person you've been there. So, you know, the locker room and I love what you just said, you know, that's, that's great. You know, I mean, we all have our opinions, but you've been there and that's what I love about having you on this uh, podcast. You did mention Norris trophy and, and with that, the Stars take on the New York Rangers, who are moving up the standings fast. I had the Rangers as one of my favorites to make the Cup this year. And uh, Adam Fox is everything and more. Uh, he's a special player. Uh, elite goaltending. Uh, they have some scores on this team. It's going to be a real fun game tomorrow night at uh, MSG. Tough team. Um you know, and I think they're, 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 they've had their speed bumps. You know, they go back and the team wasn't playing well for a while. They got a dangerous power play. Yeah. I, I think, I think, you know, one of the keys I, I would assume is, you know, no dumb penalties. You know, they're going to get a couple power plays. There's no question about that. But Zabinajad and, and Kreider, Kreider's will be planted in front. And Zabinajad is going to be in the Ovechkin spot. And, you know, and you got Panarin, who's a, 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 I mean, they've got some good, they got some good pieces on that team. So um, stay out of the box. <clears throat> good test good test for him for sure. Um, you know, I think uh, I would look at probably a turning point. I know that when Truba came in, um, you know, to that club and then this summer they put the C on him, they didn't have a captain they put the C on him. It's, I think it's always hard for, you know, you've got players that have been there for what, eight, nine, 10 years. And I'm, I'm thinking of Kreider, 
Um, you know, he probably thought that maybe he was going to be the, the captain. But anyway, they give it to Truba. And then about a month or so ago, things were going sideways there. And everybody was given. And Truba, Truba, I love the defenseman. I mean, he's I do too. He had what three, four, five hits this year that everybody's up in arms that that it should be a you know some kind of suspension and they're not. They're perfect hits. And, yeah. and so Truba um, and uh, Ben Sherratt's another guy I love, Craig. Yeah. Well, I'm what I'm saying is like with the Truba factor, and then what he did is he tossed his helmet after he got he got kicked out of a game after a fight or something like that, whatever it was, looked at his bench. And ever since then, that team has turned around. Yeah. And, and so you look at the, I don't know if he's the head of the snake on that team, um, you know, but maybe he is emotionally in the room and maybe he's more of a leader that anybody really ever knew of from a vocal standpoint. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Sabinajad and, and Kreider, I can't believe Panarin's that kind of guy, but they went out and they tried to find that piece and that's it. But um, they're, they're going to be, they're, they're a tough, tough opponent. I don't, I think they're, I think they've been a little bit more in, after the year that they had last year. I think they've been a little inconsistent this yeah. year, but, but I just, again, my, my whole thing is that I would be careful taking penalties. You still got to play your game. And um, again, it, it could come down to, to goaltending. You know, their goaltender was really, really good last year in the playoffs right. and he hasn't been quite as good. And they but, play um, just like the stars. They play in a brutal division. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which at the end of the day, that helps you in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. You know, because you know that you have to have your game pretty much every night that you play because, and that's what it is in the playoffs. Absolutely. You, you can't take, you can't, you can't take a week off and you, you can't go a stretch of two or three games and not have your a game because that happens in the playoffs. You're out. 